You're listening to the PT and the Gib Dog Podcast, episode 56. Today we're recapping the NBA bubble and diving into the playoff matchups, including Celtics Sixers, before closing with a little bit on the uh, terrible Red Sox. Let's do this. All right, we are through with the bubble. All is well in NBA world. Getting excited for the playoffs. Not used to it being mid-August. Usually it's right around like mid-April. Boston's starting to get nice weather-wise. Now we're on the, uh, the flip side of it. So a little bit of a weather adjustment. Um, all is well there. Red Sox in last place. Not so good. Not surprising. Um, golf is back. And we don't care about hockey. Did I, did I miss anything, Mike? Did I miss anything? So we're not going to talk about Tuka Rask's opt-out? Uh, I think I think that I think what you just mentioned is all we need to talk about. And as far as the Red Sox, when's the last time you saw their starting pitcher wear stirrups? Um, the guy pitching for them tonight, Chris Mazza, who's related to the DiMaggio family, uh, is pitching for the Red Sox against the Yankees. They're lo- the Red Sox are losing, by the way. Um, Did Matt Clement have stirrups? He, I knew he had the high socks. This is the high stirrup look. I don't mind it. I don't think no I more, no more, the no last time. No, no more had it. Right, so that's, right. But these are even higher and more. You know, they they stick out a little bit more. But as high as as high as our, our team ERA is, or just about, yeah. If you were measuring <laughs> the ERA and Chris Maz's stirrups, yeah, we'd be we'd be pretty comparable, I would say, for sure. We'll we'll, but, we'll save our Red Sox talk for the end. <laughs> I, I not surprising you have some Mookie Betts thoughts. Um, Let's get into the bubble. What a great, what a success that the NBA just pulled off the last three weeks. I mean, I, I think we, we had decent expectations for it and, and they, they kind of blew me away personally. Yeah. I mean, the whole setup of how they did everything uh, with the screen and the virtual fans, as far as like watching the game on TV, it was kind of like, it was a hybrid of watching an Olympic game and a summer league game like together almost. But if you had to do, Space benches and coaches like it was it was a covid pandemic olympic basketball and summer league like all rolled into one with some virtual fans um yeah i mean and it was good basketball too like what were we talking about coming into this that how it was going to be sloppy basketball these mm-hmm. you know you might we, we even thought i think the sloppy basketball might trickle into the start of the playoffs but you got to really kind of you know tip your cap to you know, mainly the players, the NBA players who obviously certainly kept themselves in shape. Yeah, they're probably a couple mm-hmm. a couple that looked like they, you know, put on a little COVID weight for sure. But for the most part, they they they, they really did keep themselves in shape. Um, yet teams play some great basketball. Even some of the teams that aren't playing anymore, uh, case in point, the Phoenix Suns going going <laughs> eight and zero. And um, you know, I, I mean, they had the, th- the funny thing was they had to go like eight no to get in the bubble. So they did their yeah. part. They just had, um, you know, Portland, you know, play well. And, uh, you know, Memphis play, um, you know, not bad enough. Does that make any sense with how Portland kind of – I mean, how Memphis kind of skated through the bubble there. But um, I mean, they went two and six, so I would say that's probably right. – I mean, they, they had a tough schedule, to be fair. But, yeah, yeah not, not so great by them. But, yeah, I mean, and, and we'll get into the matchups later. But, you know, I think, you know, Portland getting in the playoffs, I think, is what the NBA wanted, what NBA fans want as far as that first-round series goes. But, um, but yeah, some really good basketball from the likes of the Suns. Um, you know, you, you, you said uh, the Blazers for sure. Um, you know, the Miami Heat, Celtics, um, uh, Toronto Raptors, without a question. You could probably say was the team that start to finish performed the best uh, in the East. Um, so a lot of good, a lot of really good basketball and, um, you know, people kind of, you, you hear people starting to talk like the NBA has to, you know, kind of do something like this every year where you kind of weed out the, you know, the bottom, the bottom feeding teams, yeah. like the, the bottom eight to 10 teams, you know, are done. Like you have your regular season, you have your play in, and then maybe you have your playoffs. I mean, that, that's probably not going to happen, you know, un- unless we yeah. have a situation next year where they have to go to something like this. But um, but it was it, it was fun for 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 a year where you weren't expecting how it was gonna play. Um, it was it was cool to watch. Yeah, and the game the, the times of the games were great too. Um, with everyone playing on the East Coast, you didn't really have any of these ten thirty p.m. starts. Everything was 
between call it 2 p.m. and 9 p.m., um, which which was which was nice to see. And as we get into the playoff time slots, I mean these 1:30 playoff games. We have a 1:30 playoff tip off tomorrow. It's great. It's amazing. I love that. Which I love which that. I know we which I know we're used to seeing is the NBA's normal, yeah. normally playoffs normally tip on a Saturday, right? So yeah. you get your your noon game, but. 1.30 on a Monday? Yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah, yes, please. Um, I mean, you can guess the teams that are going to be playing in these these 1.30 games. It's going to be a, a, a lot of the uh, – Well, it's, it's, <laughs> spoiler alert, it's Denver and Utah. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to be in the, the the 1.30 pretty much every match, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, but uh, – Especially with uh, Gary Harris and Will Barton aren't playing for the Nuggets, and then Conley just left the bubble for the All birth right. of his kid. So, yeah, that's – Watered down, watered down one thirty game, which makes a lot of sense when they slid them in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I mean, I I can see the NBA. I may have texted this too. I could see the NBA doing like a mini eight nine seven ten type of playing thing. Um, maybe the seven hosts the ten, and the ten has to win twice. Maybe the eight hosts the nine, and it's straight up sudden death. I mean, why not get four to six extra games at the end? Uh, get a few more teams who are competing um, for, for those last playoff spots. Uh, I think in the East, for example, I think it'd be a lot more exciting. Uh, you know, the teams are probably terrible, but like if the Washingtons and the Chicago's and the Charlotte's, I'm actually shooting myself in the foot here and no one wants to see those teams play. Uh, but in a, in, a, in a year where maybe it's a little more competitive toward the bottom of the East, uh, uh, possibly, but I mean, in the West, it would have been awesome to see someone like the Phoenix Suns match up against uh, Dallas uh, for a little match, seven ten situation. So, um, we'll see what they do. And that's probably why you didn't see that. Like you, you, you could argue like certainly Portland, certainly Phoenix, and even to an extent, San Antonio played well enough in the bubble, yeah. you know, to warrant, you know, getting into that eight spot, but you have a team in Dallas that is the, 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 the distance between seven and eight in the West was so, was so great. That wouldn't have been fair to, that wouldn't have been fair to Dallas. No. No, no, you know, if it was a situation not. like if it was a situation like it was in the East, where the seven and eight is clearly, you know, a step below one through six, um, you know, then then you would have had a really good, I think, West play in there, and certainly teams that were deserving of it as well. So you could have made the argument that it would have been, you know, yeah. a fair playing field too. But I don't know how you do. I don't know how you do four play-ins for four, yeah. four teams for one spot. That just would have gotten yeah. too complicated. Yeah, I, I also like the um, if they did some like. 7, 10, 8, 9 situation in the future. I also like how getting to the top six is now the big accomplishment. And this year, I think Dallas was one behind um, or one or two games behind Utah and Oklahoma City. Like, they, they weren't that far back. So um, getting a chance to get that by, mini by in, in, in advance might be something that's interesting. But we'll see. I mean, I'm glad this this uh, this situation has forced uh, the league to be a little creative and, and try new things. But that, that was – I watched the, the fourth quarter of the game yesterday. It was fun to watch, uh, uh, you know, both teams fighting to, for their lives because Portland wanted the day off uh, and Memphis needed to win to survive. So some, some, some good quality basketball there. Um, and especially after the first quarter when Portland had a 12-point yeah. lead, you think Memphis might just fold up, go home, and take their lottery pick that they're going to lose to the Celtics most likely. But they didn't. But they didn't. No, 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 no. You, you, well, yeah, it'll probably be fourteen next year anyway. So I, I, I'm, I'm probably, thinking, probably I'm, think, I'm thinking more of the odds. The odds are it's going to be the Celtics pick. It will, so, yeah, very, um, very highly likely. Uh, very highly likely. But uh, but uh, the, the Memphis made Portland earn that, you know. And and I think everyone felt going into that play, and Portland was a strong favorite to come out of there. But Memphis made them made them work to, you know, and, and nearly nearly forced that second game, which would have been something else. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll quickly read through. The current matchups, um, I then want to talk about – I listened to the uh, pod we did at the start of the season. Um, I did, too. After you said you did, I listened to some of it. <laughs> um, so we can briefly recap the, the highs and the lows of our predictions, um, and then we can kind of get into the, the playoff preview and, and talk about ourselves as well. So um, in the East, we got Milwaukee, Orlando in the 1-8, Toronto, Brooklyn in the 2-7, Boston, Philly in the 3-6, uh, I'm sure we have both have lots of thoughts about that. Um, we should probably we should probably do that one last. Yeah, we'll save that one. Um, <laughs> and then Indiana, Miami in the four or five. Uh, going out west, Lakers, Blazers, Clippers, Dallas in two seven, 
Denver, Utah, as you mentioned, is the three six, and then Houston, OKC. I think they did a trade before the start of the season, if I remember correctly. They did, they uh, did. a very uh, big one. Maybe not every player from that trade will be playing, but we will see how that goes. Um, so those are the sixteen that made it. Um, if we roll back to our predictions, so we we each did a surprise team and a disappointing team. So our surprise team, we both said Toronto Raptors in the East. So I think. Thumbs up for us on that one. I, yep. uh, that's, that's pretty good. I think I said Toronto would be the three seed um, ahead of, I mean, I, I think we both thought uh, Milwaukee and Philly would be the one too. So, you know, I think we both did fairly well pick, picking Toronto. And I think, it's, and I think it's fair to, I think it's fair to say that I said they were going to be the four. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah. they even, we, we, we had them as surprise in the three or the four and they ended up being the two. So uh, even out surprised our surprise prediction um, in the, West, we didn't do so well. So you said Portland, um, which to be fair, they made the playoffs. But I think well, coming off the Western Conference Finals, you calling them a surprise success, eh, you know, maybe not the season that we thought that they would have there. Yeah, I mean, they, they did play most of the time before the pandemic hit, you know, without their starting front court. And they're obviously a totally different team with their starting front yeah. court. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what they – maybe we put a – uh, uh, to be determined on my surprise team here to see how they see how they yeah. do in the playoffs, right? Um, I think that's fine. I, I don't. I don't yeah. think we need a TBD on my surprise team. No, uh, no the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Golden State Warriors. They did not. You get, they, they were not. You the get no points. You get no points. I get a half a point. And God have mercy on your soul. Um, <laughs> they were not the three seed. They did not go to the Western Conference Finals. I'm going to report that now. It's, it's not going to happen. Um, you did. You did say that though. It wouldn't happen if Steph got hurt, and sure enough, he got hurt. Yeah. So I mean, I said Steph was going to win the MVP over Giannis. Giannis, um, which you know they looked like shit the first six games of the season anyway. So, yeah, who knows? But uh, yeah, tough, tough year for Golden State. Tough year for Cats. Surprise pick. Um, flipping to the, the disappointing ones, I said Brooklyn. You said Orlando in the East. I mean, they were both meh, meh teams. I guess maybe Brooklyn underachieved a little bit more, but Orlando is the eight seed, also not great. Um, so I think we were okay on those predictions. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, you know, didn't they more or less flip seven and eight from last I think year? So. Yeah, wasn't that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Orlando or Orlando? Or, yeah, no, Orlando was seven. Orlando yeah, played right. Toronto. Yeah, because Toronto was two, and Milwaukee was one. So, yeah. They more or less flipped. I, I mean, I think you're, you're right. I mean, you have to take the Kyrie Irving, you know, injury yeah, into account. Um, but I, I think Brooklyn was – whether Kyrie gets hurt or not, they don't finish above seven in the East. So. Yep, 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 very true. Um, and so then I, the West, I, I, I said um, Utah disappointing, dropping to like the seven of the eight seed. They finished sixth, so not bad. Um, and then you said the Lakers would be the sixth seed. That's a, yep. that's a tough, that's a tough one. That's a tough L, tough L on my part. Like, <laughs> and, and I remember listening to it. We said, yes, did Anthony Davis look unguardable and otherworldly in the preseason? <laughs> yes. And he kept it going through the entirety of the season. He, he did. didn't get hurt. He and, he get had hurt. A, and he had a giant three month break to get healthy. If he wasn't feeling, it wasn't feeling great, yeah. um, you know, to get healthy. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, that was a, probably just a little bit of Laker hate that was probably driving that disappointment disappointment pick on my end. (laughs) I think the Lakers supporting cast maybe did better than we thought they would too. I mean, I think Kuzma, uh, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, Rondo Bradley, um, even Caruso, which I think we we threw some shade on uh, in the podcast. So Dion Waiters, uh, KCP. So that being said, they could disappoint the playoffs and maybe you get a little redemption there. So, Mm -hmm. um, so good to hold ourselves accountable. I'd give us both maybe a C for those picks. Um, we've done better in the past. We've also done worse. We have. So uh, <laughs> we will see. Um, so if, if we go if we go back to this year's matchups, I guess um, I was looking through. I think the ESPN picks, the expert picks, or, or something like that. Have you seen that? There's like 17 experts that are picking these series. Yes. Yeah. That was. I I, I kind of glanced at it. Um, I think I think for seven of the eight matchups. It's like 17-0 or 16-1 in terms yeah. of everyone being unanimous who they think are going to win these. Which games. I think that that's odd. Like it's it, it's it, and that and that's normally yeah. what you see in the first round when teams have home court advantage. 
Exactly. But I think I think just the no home court advantage is going to create such a a different dynamic. Um, yeah. Where I don't think that it's not necessarily going to be as as chalk as they say as they say it's going to be. So I I think like Indy and Miami, Houston OKC those four or five matchups. Uh, you know, we we probably both like one of the one of the teams in, in in that, but could go either way. If we look at the other three in each conference, so the six, seven, and eight seeds, so uh, Philly, Brooklyn, Orlando, Utah, Dallas, Portland. Who do you think is the most feisty of those underdogs? Like, which which of those teams do you think has the best chance to to win uh, one of their first round series? Um, because ESPN is picking chalk. They're they're, they're saying no, none I, of these I, teams have a shot. I know they are. Um, it's certainly not the Nets. It's certainly not the Magic. Um, <laughs> we'll t- we'll talk about the Celtics and Sixers later. Why I think wh- why why there's the out there's an outside chance that that you could make the argument that that's where it could occur, even though we don't want it to happen. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, the one who I think in the bubble is most realistically happened. The problem is they're going up against a team that's a tough matchup for them, I think is the Dallas Mavericks. Um, mm-hmm. Just with, you know, you know, with the way Luca played, um, wasn't he, na- he was named bubble MVP, essentially, right? The playing game. I thought it was, Lil- wasn't it Lillard? Luka oh, it was, was second, Lillard. Maybe? I'm sorry. I think Luca right. was, was second, that- though. It was absolutely Lillard. It was absolutely Lillard. Yep, yep, yep. But, um, but with the way he played, with the way Porzingis played at times, um, uh, that's going to be a, a, a very exciting series to watch. It was, you know, I, did the Clippers and the Nuggets play the last game of the season against each other or the last game, last play-in game? And I think the loser was going to end up being yeah, I the – forget, I forget the exact circumstance. Yeah, um, the Clip, I think the, the I know, I know they beat the, the Nuggets by about 13. Right. And I think if the Clippers had lost that game, then they might have slid to the three to play Utah, Utah. instead. Um, so it's almost like – Dallas would have preferred teams. to play Denver, I'm pretty sure. 100 percent Dallas did not um, want to play the Clippers the team taking away the four or five matchups of course I think the 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 best team right now of them all you know you you would you would say is Dallas mm-hmm. but I'm gonna make an argument I think for Portland when we start talking okay. about each of the series Ooh, or if okay. we do um I think the Lakers are shaking in their boots just a little bit I know I know the way Davis has played. We know come playoff time, LeBron turns another different level. But um, who on the Lakers is going to guard Damian Lillard? You know, I, I mean, the Blazers, the Blazers have a Danny, couple of Dan, uh, Danny Green. Uh, yeah, can he stay with him? No one's been able to stay with him through the entirety of the bubble. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Lillard's is playing on another level right now. Um, Mm-hmm. It, it's a shame for Dallas and Portland because you know they're, they're, they're yeah they're way better than a seven or eight seed in the West. There's no question. Well, um, well, to be fair, Portland's first three quarters of the season they uh, weren't a playoff team, so they kind of no, they, they kind of they kind of put themselves in that hole. But yes, Dallas. But it, but in full game or two, yeah. Brad Stevens said it before the Celtics played in the second game of the play-in. They said this isn't the Portland Trailblazers from before the pandemic hit. He goes, this is more like the Portland Trailblazers. That went to the Western Conference Finals last year. Yes, and, but but and if the they season certainly showed going, that. Yeah, the season had kept going, and they don't get Nurses back and Healthy right. and Collins back in time, then they probably mm-hmm. make the playoffs. So it's it's kind of a second win, but yes, they're 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 going against a bunch of trees between Davis, McGee, Howard, LeBron, uh, mm-hmm. a big a big team that they're playing they're playing against. I mean, Kuzma six ten, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited for that Portland Lakers series. It's probably the series outside of the Celtics Sixers series that I'm looking forward to watch the most, just because of the other planet that Damian Lillard is on right now. Um, but 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 to answer your first question, and you know this 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 discussion goes so many different ways, so I apologize. Yeah. But I'd say Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Philly over Boston is what I think is the or, or Philly, I guess, would be the team most likely to pull an upset. I don't think they are. We'll get into it. There, there There's a case to be made where uh, Joel Embiid just completely dominates and the Celtics aren't hitting their shots and that can snowball. Um, yep. No home court. So we'll see what happens. I don't think it's going to happen, but I, I just, I just, I don't know. 
I think it's gonna be challenging for for Portland or Dallas for the reasons that you mentioned, and I still hate Utah, so um, that's kind of why, why I settled on Philly. I mean, Denver's pretty banged up, though. You know, I mean, who know who knows what's up with Harris or Barton? Um, yeah. You know, I mean, Utah still does have Donovan Mitchell. They did lose Conley, so that's that's a loss. Who knows how long he's gonna? I mean, so I know, I know, so, I, know yeah. I know you're not the world's biggest Mike Conley fan, but I mean. That's, yeah, I'm not a, you know, not a huge who's his backup Clarkson. I mean, no, I'm not a big yeah. Clarkson fan either. So, but like in but in the way this bubble is set up, and the way that there's no home court advantage, like the Jazz, if Denver's beat up and Harrison, I don't think by any sense it's going to be a long term thing for either one of those guys. But if you're missing those two guys for an extended period of time, you know Utah could conceivably pull the upset. But you know Utah's got their own issues as well. You know losing Bogdanovich before the bubble. Um, yeah. you know, so, you know, I, 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 yeah, I, I see what you're saying about the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I didn't want to get too much into it before we really yeah. dive in probably to that series, but I do yeah. agree with you for what you're saying about Embiid. Um, yeah. and, I, and I'll make, and I'll make, and I'll, and I'll make a statement about Joel Embiid, um, and the Sixers when we get to that point. Uh, I was thinking about this earlier today when I knew we were going to talk about that. So do we, are there any other series that we want to spend more time talking about before we get into the Celtics? Um, We've kind of covered most of those six. Um, I mean, I don't think there's any words to talk about Milwaukee, Orlando, Toronto, book one, nothing really to say there. Um, I guess, I guess the four fives might be worth touching on um, because yeah, I think well, the, the, the winner of either of both those matchups are going to give, if you assume Milwaukee and the Lakers are going to win, I think they're going to give both those teams a lot of trouble. So uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see who comes out of those matchups. Miami in particular. Um, you know, you have to, you have to, you, you know, one way I was going to say and pose it to you, um, as a Celtics fan, is there, is there a team in that top half of the bracket that you want to see disappear before the conference finals? Um, I mean, Milwaukee. <laughs> is, is it, no, is it, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you say Milwaukee and I, yeah, that's your first thought, but, um, think about, I mean, and I mean, the Celtics did not play well in this game at all, but think to the Celtic heat matchup that, you know, from, you know, you know, a week and a half ago when they, I mean, the Heat had their way with the Celtics without Jimmy Butler playing. I mean, that was never a game where the Celtics could get over the hump and get over the threshold. You know, they get it. I think mean, they tied the game once, but never once did you feel the Celtics are going to win this game. Like Miami felt truly like in control of it. Um, so they scare me too. I mean, and, and I'm kind of, I mean, I, yeah, if yeah. they knock off Milwaukee, yes, that's great. But, um, but, but yeah, Miami's a team to watch and a team that I think could conceivably end up in the conference finals because uh, that's a tough matchup for Milwaukee if that ends up happening. So do you, do you, feel, do you feel pretty good about Miami over Indiana, uh, Indy? I think so. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I do. Um, not, not hopping on the T.J. Warren train? No, I, I, I mean, yeah, he's had a great, he's had a great bubble. Um, I just – I think that Miami team is really good. I think there's certainly a – advantage in the coaching department too. Um, you know, sure. I, I mean, not, and I, and I'm the biggest Brad Stevens fan in the world. I know as are you, I'm glad they've locked him up long-term, Agreed. but I, you know, is, is Nick nurse the best coach in the East? Pro, Hammer, Hammer Spolstra. I mean, Spolstra's Hammer, pretty Hammer, good. Right. That's what I'm going to say. It's Hammer Spolstra. But, I would say. Budin's holder is pretty good too, actually. There's, yes. there's some good coaches in the East. Right. But you got Nurse and you got Spolster, two guys that have won championships. Yes, yep. I know Spolster had LeBron, but still, you know, you gotta you gotta give them, you know, give them the credit there. Um, I mean, putting Bosch in the corner in 2013, right, to hit all those yeah. threes. I mean, I know it was the second title, but I'm sure he got on Bosch to hit that shot. And Celtics might win that game if Bosch doesn't hit those jumpers. So um, yeah, yes, I, I, I think my I think Miami's just playing really really well. I think uh, you know you know Jim, Jimmy Butler, despite what despite what, you know, TJ Warren has done, um, you know, you know, so far, I mean, Butler's the best player in that series. And then I think the rest of the roster top to bottom is, is, is that much better. And, and the Bam Adebayo, um, you know, if, if, if Sabonis was around and playing, then, yeah. you know, there, there, but there's, but with no Sabonis, there's no real neutralization. I don't think for Adebayo. Yes, there's Miles Turner, but it's just, it's not, you know, missing Sabonis is huge. For the yeah. Pacers. I think, and I think that's a series, and that's why I'm picking Miami too. I think losing yeah. Sabonis is, is big. And one thing we're not talking about is uh, Indiana outperforming Miami down the stretch to get that coveted four seed, which means nothing. Uh, which means absolutely nothing. <laughs> so that did not matter at all. So I guess Miami over Indy is an upset, but I think most folks have, have Miami winning that because, I mean, yes. the, the depth that's there for Miami and 
not just out of bio, but like, uh, I mean, Duncan Robinson, does he ever miss a three? I don't know. Uh, Tyler Harrow. Ty- Tyler Harrow is a great player. Um, Kendrick Dragon. Dra- Dragic, Dra- Gordon Dragic was knocking down some crazy shots against the Celtics yeah. in that Celtics game. So yeah. and all those, and, and you know they've got two former Celtics on there that know their Olenek. roles and play their roles really well. Crowder. And Jake and Jay Crowder and Kelly Olynyk. I mean, it's just it's it's just a much deeper team, um, you know, top yeah. to bottom. You know, I I think, and uh, one that if we see Miami at any point, I I I don't care. I. I'd be on pins and needles throughout that series. Okay, but you understand if we face Miami, it's because they beat Milwaukee. And it also means that we beat Toronto and Philly. So if we face Miami, I'm I'm very happy because that means we're in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, no, and I know know it's just one game sample sizes too, but I'm just going – I'm going with how they perform. You know, the Celtics, after their start in the opener against the Bucs, looked pretty good. After the Bucs went on their 17-2 run to open the game, Celtics kind of woke yeah. up, and you know it was it was a very competitive game. I mean, they 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 blew Toronto out of the gym after Toronto was blowing everyone else out of the gym. So again, one game sample size. Maybe it's just because it's fresh in my mind right now that we were just so utterly dominated by that Miami team. But anyway, hey, all I know is that the uh, Heat finished just one game ahead of the Sixers, and I don't know who had the tiebreaker. Probably Miami, but. I am very happy we're playing the Sixers and not the Miami Heat. So I would oh, agree yeah. with you on that one. Miami in the first round would have been brutal. So mm-hmm. uh, I think I think we're happy about that. Um, do you want to you want to get into Boston Philly or do you want to talk Houston OKC real quick? Uh, let's touch on OKC Houston real quick. So I haven't looked. So you you said it before. You said one of the one of the but, big parts of that trade might not be playing. I thought it was only just maybe for one two games. Maybe Westbrook. Are they talking more? Yeah, they, I mean they don't know. Um, yeah. They're saying several games now. I think what I've heard. Um, so it could go. It could go in a few different directions. Um, and it, it's a hamstring, I think. It's a hamstring. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The way he plays. Yeah. Uh, could could go either way. I so 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 my view is so I think healthy Westbrook. I think most people I think are probably picking Houston. Um, I think with Westbrook out, I've seen a lot of OKC love. Probably a little bit more OKC love than. Than, than Houston love out there. Um, but I'm going to go with Houston for, for my pick. And I just think they're a little bit more battle tested in the playoffs. The last two years, I know they've gotten down, that they've lost to the Warriors first in the Western Conference finals. And then last year in the semifinals um, in, in, a, in a pretty heated series. And I think, you know, we've talked a lot about Mike D'Antoni and his lack of playoff success. We've talked um, a lot about James Harden Um and honestly, like Westbrook and Chris Paul are also two guys who maybe haven't done super well in the playoffs. Um, but I, I just see Houston. I think the, the key matchup is going to be um, the, the the small ball fast pace versus, you know, Steven Adams on, on OKC who can play against almost every any team. But is he going to be able to, um, to, to actually play or is Houston going to be able to get him off the floor? Um, just, just given the given the way that they're going to be playing and how they're going to be flying around. I mean, Robert Covington presumably is going to be playing center, um, so we'll see how that goes. So, I, I I'm throwing an edge to Houston. I just don't see James Harden losing this series, even if he has to go Superman and average 40 points a game, which I could see him doing um, over OKC. Which yes, save Chris Paul, but also have a lot of folks who maybe don't have those playoff reps like SGA um, and some of the other players in that team. So. It'll be interesting. It'll be a good series, though. I think it goes seven. I do, too. Um, this was going to be kind of my – probably my surprise pick, even though it's really not much of a surprise because it's a 4-5. Um, yeah. But I kind of like Oklahoma City. And now, especially mm-hmm. with Westbrook being, um, you know, on the shelf for an indefinite period of time, um, you know, yes, they have the best player far and away. Houston does. Um, but, you know, you worry about who on – who on Houston really has the size to, you know, you know, you know, deal with Steven Adams. Um, you know, I mean, Dennis Schroeder has taken his game to another, to another level. Um, you mentioned uh, Shai Gildas Alexander who, you know, yes. Is he playoff tested? No, he's not, but he's on his way to being a very good player in this league, probably an all-star at some point before mm-hmm. it's all said and done. Um, you know, you got, you know, you know, the Danilo Gallinari, who's a veteran, um, so, um, you know, I, I just, I, 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 I think, 
you know, that, that, that OKC roster is deeper than, you know, most people think. Um, and then of course you got, you know, Chris Paul there, you know, stirring, stirring, stirring. It, it, it's just good. I, I, I think you're, it's going to be, a, yes, it's going to be a seven game series, but I, I, I kind of am leaning towards more towards Oklahoma city on that one. Right. All right. We'll see. It'll be, it'll be a fun one. I'm looking forward to it. Um, all right, let's dive in. South Sixers. We, 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 we opened our, our season recap watching the first game of the season, which is South Sixers. Spoiler, we both picked the Sixers to go to the NBA Finals. That one, that one doesn't look good. That goes in the I kind of dragged call. I really dragged my feet through making that prediction. You though. did. I, I was hoping you really shouldn't you really shouldn't have done it. You 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 you, you were you're saying all the reasons why you shouldn't and you just couldn't find an alternative. I should I should have just gone Toronto is what I should have done because you know if I because I, I was really talking Toronto up that day and right and right now that pick would be looking okay right it would now look it pretty be, good it, it wouldn't be that outlandish right now us sitting right here um, so South Sixers Sixers missing Ben Simmons um, which is going to be a, a pretty tough one for them to handle they have not looked great the last two games even without him um, some folks were thinking okay. Get him out of there. Indeed, can do his thing. Not sure we're really seeing that. Um, I guess uh, we have, we have a complicated relationship with the Sixers. We two years ago we we, we took them down in five games when they were favored. Um, last year we both got knocked out in the second round. They took Toronto to seven. We lost in five to Milwaukee. This year they beat us three out of four. We went to the game that the Celtics won. They won by about twenty five. That game was not close. That was a fun one. I enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Um, on Super Bowl Saturday, I think. Um, but as we said, definitely didn't want to play Miami. I think Indy, Indy was looking a little feisty. I know we swept them last year, but even, even without Sabonis, uh, a little feisty. So, um, you know, all things considered, I'm, I'm open to playing the Sixers. I think we know how they play. Um, and at the very least, the coaching matchup is wildly lopsided, um, between Brad Stevens and, and, and Brett Brown. So I think, uh, I think it's a good matchup, all things considered for us. The risk, of course, is we have no one who can really cover Joel Embiid if he figures out how to do his thing, um, which I don't think he will, but there's definitely that risk. And and that's the statement I'm about to make right now about Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia Sixers. My 76er hate is well-documented, um, both publicly, privately, everywhere, um, despite me picking them to go to the NBA Finals, um, you know, back in – end of October or early November, whatever that was. Um, the only way that the Sixers win this series is if Joel, Joel Embiid has to perform otherworldly. If he does, there's still a chance that he could do that and they could still lose the series. But if he does and they win, and it's because some of the other guys still step up, the Harrises, um, mm. he, uh, you know, Josh Richardson, uh, Al Horford, you know, kind of has to outperform – what he's done so far, the disappointment that he's been so far this season. Um, if Joel Embiid comes out and plays well enough that leads his team to this first round victory over the Celtics, I will officially have to shut up with my 76 or hate. So I am right now giving a challenge to Joel Embiid right now that <laughs> time to shut Mike Gibson and his six or hate from the PT and the Gib Dog Twitter account will cease oh, man. if the Sixers pull off a first round series upset against the Celtics. You said it. I've agreed with you. It's possible to happen because they do have the best player in the series. Yeah. Um, that's not a disrespect or a slight to Jason Tatum at all or Kemba Walker. Um, they do have the most dominant player in the series, a, a player that no one on the Celtics can really guard. Yes, Enos Cantor has played him well this year in the minutes that he's played against him. Tice has gotten better, you know, tight. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel Tice isn't the disaster against Joel Embiid that you and I were both talking about on that yeah. podcast leading into the series. Um, I think you're going to see some Robert Williams thrown at them. I think you're going to see some fouls, Marcus, right? you're going to see Marcus Smart thrown at him just to aggravate on the perimeter him. on the perimeter. Yeah. Yeah. Just to aggravate him. There's going to be a lot of different looks thrown, thrown at Joel Embiid. None of these people can actually stop him if he wants to really play and take it seriously. So, um, him just completely taking over the series is the only way that the Sixers have a chance of of winning this thing. Like you said, I don't see it happening. Um, that's not a homer pick by any stretch of the imagination. It's just what we've been watching from the Sixers all year and what we've kind of watched in the bubble. Yeah, they just they just 
beat the crap out of Houston in the last game. But, you know, how how much was Houston really playing in that game? Um, I, I, I just think there's so many – outside of Embiid, I think the Celtics have so many more advantages, um, you know, in the backcourt especially with, with Simmons being gone now. I mean, Walker and Brown, again, Shake Milton and, um, you know, Josh Richardson. It's kind of like, you know – no disrespect to Josh Richardson, and you have to respect Shake Milton's ability to shoot the three. But um, you know, I, I, I think uh, you know with Simmons not there, that just that just takes so much of the length that it would affect the Celtics guards. Um, yeah, you know, you know. So I I I, it, it, I just think other than Embiid, the Celtics have the advantage in every other facet. You know, of the player player personnel, coaching, you name it. Yeah. And when you mentioned Joel and B would have to take over the game completely or entirely or whatever word you use, it's not just offensively. He only needs to average 30 points a game, um, but he also has to control the defensive paint um, and be able to deal with the switches that they're going to put him on. I mean, Tyson's going to, they're going to be doing a lot of pick and roll, stop the screen to get Embiid um, trying to cover a Tatum on the perimeter, cover a Jalen Brown in the perimeter, a Hayward. Um, and I think, that's not an easy matchup for him. Is he going to be able to move his feet? Is he able to not get in foul trouble? Sometimes he gets a little lazy. All of a sudden he picks up two, three fouls and Brett Brown has to take him out. They need him beat on the court for, I don't know, what do you think? 36 minutes at least. Oh, easily. Um, yep. Maybe 40 if you get to game six or game seven, something like that. Um, uh, and he, he needs to, to, to be that intimidating post presence. Um, Cause I think what you, what you don't often see with Embiid is that dominant offensive game with a dominant defensive game. Sometimes he picks his spots and um, you can, you can take advantage of him um, when he's playing defense, if he's, if he's focused entirely offensively. So they're going to need all that. Um, maybe this works out a little better for Horford, not having Ben Simmons out there, but, um, and, and, you know, Horford obviously knows the Stevens playbook well, um, but yeah, I would tend to agree. Like the Sixers team, they're outside of Embiid, they're, they're a bunch of jump shooters who can't really hit their shots. Right. Like, uh, I mean, T- Tobias Harris is fine. Josh Richardson is fine. Horford getting older. I mean, who? I mean, Shake Milton. I mean, come on. Like Mike Scott. Th- these are not. These are not players that are gonna catapult them to uh, victory. I mean, Tybal won't take a shot if you even want. Tybal's nope. their uh, Shemi Uh Even Shemi yeah. can probably hit better threes than Tybal. Um, so he's arguably, think, he's arguably their he's arguably their best defender right now. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, with Simmons out, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I think between Walker, Tatum, Brown, um, two of those three are going to have a, a good game, even when one's off. Like two of them are firing, um, and then you have Gordon Hayward, who you know, it, if, 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 if Hayward, if, if if right, if Hayward keeps playing like Bubble Hayward, yeah, like the way he's been playing, the Celtics are going to be in really really good shape because he hasn't played well against yeah. the Sixers. I mean, the game you and I went to where the Celtics killed the Sixers, yeah, it was really because and Kemba Walker didn't play in that game, yeah. Uh, it was because Tatum and Brown had the games they yeah. did, particularly in that game, Jalen Brown. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, Embiid just didn't show up that night either. I mean, you look at, you look at the, so watching Hayward, Hayward performing is big. And again, I think going back to them losing someone that has the physical presence of a Ben Simmons um, and you're replacing that with Shake Milton, you know, on the defensive end. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that just frees up so much more for Brown and for Tatum and Hayward and, you know, Walker, the Celtics guards, their perimeter players. Yeah. It's just going to – because you take Simmons out of there, like Tobias Harris is, you know, not a great defender. Um, yeah. You know, Richardson's pretty good. You know, decent two-way, not awful. Yeah. Um, but just that, that, that gap to – I mean, every, you, you, can, you, can, you can talk to me about how the Sixers' offensive efficiency is better if they're missing either Embiid or, in this case, Simmons, you know, that, 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 they're, that they're better offensively when one of them's not there. Um, you know, some people have, you know, said that. But on the defensive end, I think it's just going to hurt them so much, so much more. Yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons um, you know, is a, without is a Simmons being there. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. That's uh, that's tough. Um, so as I think about it, I, I uh, here's how here's how I break it down. I think Joel Embiid wins one game on his own. I think he just yeah. has like one of those 40, 20 games uh, and just dominates and puts it all together. I think the Celtics shoot their way out of another one. You know, we're, we're getting better at getting to the, to the rim um, now that Jalen can hit free throws and, and Tatum um, is not, not um, pulling up for jumpers and, you know, a relatively healthy Kemba. Even Hayward's getting to the rim, which I'd love to see. Um, 
So and they need to keep be, doing that. Like they yeah, can't, they does. can't settle, they can't settle for jumpers and threes. And, and, like they and, have, they and, have and to game, keep attacking yeah. the basket. And one game a series, they will settle, and those shots yep. will not fall. Yep. And we've seen it happen before. So I see Philly winning two. I can't see them winning any more than two. So I, I have Celtics in six. Um, maybe, maybe working, working a little harder than people think, um, but uh, still a, a, a solid victory and, and sets them up pretty well for Toronto in round two. Uh, yeah, I, I, you're exactly right. I was going to say six games as well for the for just you just look at a couple yeah. of games that have happened so far in 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 the bubble. You look, we talked about the Miami game and how Miami scared me, you know, a little bit coming these playoffs. But that was a game where the Celtics didn't shoot particularly well, or at least for long stretches of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, you you kind of looked at how the season series went. Yes, Philly won three out of the four. Um, you, you know, uh, you know, before the pandemic hit. Um, opening night, the Celtics lost. It was a close game. They missed 14 free throws. Like that's not going to happen in any game in this series. Like I just don't see it happening. That's just, uh, in the second game of the series, Joel Embiid had that otherworldly game, but the Sixers only won by five or six. And that was only Mm -hmm. because of free throws. That was a, a back and forth game. That was a two point game with a minute to go. Um, and then the third game, which I think Embiid didn't play the Celtics were, I think, in control for three quarters of that game mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter just fell apart. And yeah, that was a, that was a situation where home court advantage, the fact that the Sixers were the home team in that game, that's how the Sixers ended up winning that game. And then the fourth game, the Celtics just dismantled the Sixers. So despite yeah. the three, one, it was actually a much closer head to head really mm-hmm. than that three, one, you know, season series yeah. really portrays. So I think yeah. that's why you really can't, you really can't look at that. Yep. And then, you know, Brad Stevens over uh, Brett Brown is uh, yes. sh- should not be overlooked. I mean, this could be Bre- <laughs> Brett Brown's last series as head coach of the Sixers. Yeah, I think so. I think it will be. I think it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, we feel good about that. Let's let's get into our overall playoff prognostication, our overall picks. Um, I'll, I'll fast forward on the East a little bit. I think we, we each likely have uh, one, two, three and five advancing in terms of Milwaukee. Miami, uh, Toronto, and Boston. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you see it going from there? Who do you who do you like coming out of the East? Um, I think I, I I'm feeling kind. Of, maybe it's just because this is going to be a little bit of a homer pick, and it's. I mean, they did play them really well in that game, like really, really well. Um, I, I I like the Celtics to beat Toronto. I think, and and mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't make that pick if they weren't playing at a neutral site. Um, you know, if Toronto had the home court, that would have been, that's going to be, that would be a, that's a tough place to play. Um, for sure. The Raptors you mean, you mean, much you mean, better you mean the, 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 the Drake hologram, uh, yes, it's not the Drake hologram will not scare me. <laughs> um, I, I like the Celtics to advance past the Raptors and I, I know I was really talking, my, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I didn't do it at the beginning. I, I, I think the heat are going to beat the Bucks okay. in the second okay. round. I do. Um, you know, the, Milwaukee, yes, they have the best player, but I just I, – I like Miami's roster more, at least right now. After what I've watched in the bubble, I like Miami's mm-hmm. roster more right now. Um, and, I mean, I think it'll be a great series. I mean, I think it's probably going to – it's yeah. going to definitely go six or seven. Um, you know, I'll save the – I'll save my prognostication for that when we get closer. That's but I, I like I like a, I like a, a Heat-Celtics um, – Conference finals. Oh, so we get home court. Uh, nice. Oh, wait. Damn it. <laughs> oh, wait. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. Um, and um, I don't know. Let's, let's, let, let, you, you give me your conference finals and then we'll, and then we'll pick our, we'll pick our winner. All right. I got, I got Boston over Toronto. I got Milwaukee over Miami. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have Milwaukee over Boston. So I'll, I'll take Milwaukee. Best team, best player. If they have not looked great in the bubble. Honestly, they weren't playing for anything. Um, I think they put it all together. And I don't know. I, I just feel like each of these teams, Toronto, Boston, Miami, all have one kind of flaw um, that, 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 that is, is going to be killer in the end uh, and is going to allow Milwaukee to, to kind of come out of the East. So um, Milwaukee's my pick. Um, and then, I don't know. So it's going to go through the Sixers the Raptors, and then to play the team that I think they match up the worst against of any team in the East right now, the Heat. Um, 
just in the interest of not looking like a homer, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go. I, I think I said to you and you and you and Kepler and I were talking about this yeah. before, like who who are we picking going in? And everyone's like, out out out. You know, is, is it gonna be one of the LA teams? Is it gonna be Milwaukee? And you kind of got on me for taking the field. You know, took the field with without making without 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 with, with you know without making a pick. You know, see, my Miami's the type. They're the type of team that in this setup, in this situation where there's no home court whatsoever, this is when a five seed comes out and advances to the NBA Finals. Like it, it, it's just in the in this setting, in mm-hmm. how this NBA restart is set up, how this playoffs is set up. Um, again, they're very well coached. Jimmy Butler's playing extremely well. Um, you know, the rest of their supporting cast is playing extremely well. Um, and I just think it's going to be a tough, tough out, you know, for, for any of the teams that they play. Um, and it's, it's kind of me just picking the, almost picking an underdog upset. So, okay. I like it. I like it. Um, Miami heat to the, to the NBA finals. I like it. Um, that'd be big credit to Eric Spolster, a big credit to Jimmy Butler if they're able to pull it off. So, um, we'll, we'll see how they do. Uh, and then we can all get scared a year from now when Giannis signs with the Heat. Oh God, yeah, no, that was that would definitely be scary. That that's definitely a underrated subplot if the Heat does beat Milwaukee. Um, definitely, definitely agree with you on that one. Um, all right, flip into the West. I can kick us off here. I hate doing this. I hate, hate, hate doing this. But I got chalk in the first round. Lakers, Clippers, Denver, and Houston. Um, I yeah, know you're going I, OKC. I, I'd agree with you with that minus to Houston, and it'd be yeah. OKC. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate doing it, but I just uh, here's what I, I, I wanted to say. pick Dallas. I wanted to pick Dallas, but it's a terrible matchup. Right, and, and so so do I too. I think the Laker and the Clippers series are going to be long series. I'm going to tell. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. I think the Lakers beat Portland in seven, and then I think the Clippers beat Dallas in six. I could I could see I could see those things happening. Um, yeah, I, I just uh, I, I hate going chalk because I think a lot of these seven teams are are evenly matched in many ways, but it's just tough matchups for Dallas. I'm anti Utah, and I just can't see Portland dealing with the, the Lakers size. Um, if we if we flip to the second round, I have the Clippers over the Nuggets, um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm going to take Lakers over Houston. I'll take Lakers yeah. over Houston. I'll, I'll do an all yeah. LA. Western Conference, and I'll pause, and I'll, I'll let you pick your West. Before well, I, 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 well, let me just address your pause there, and I understand that. I think I think going into this, when we were talking about it, I was really talking up Houston too. That they do have the capability to, yeah. because they have Harden, and, and, and you know, without Westbrook, it's going to be much, much harder for them to do. Um, but they have the talent offensively to, you know, succeed, you know, I, I, you, you know, and to win, just given that there's no home court. Um, you know, in that situation, so I can see why you paused and hesitated. Um, but I think, but I think you you've made the, the you made the right pick there. Um, how, about, how about you? Are you going to pick another five seed in the West? No, the I'm not. That's that the, the Oklahoma City Thunder's run comes um, to a close there against the Lakers, and I have uh, I have the Western Conference Finals that everyone in the NBA wants: um, the Lakers and the Clippers. It'll be fun. I think it'll happen too. Um, before we before we say who we're picking, I, I will say we both I think had the Clippers uh, in the NBA Finals in our preseason predict, prediction against the Sixers, and I think we both had the Clippers winning. Um, are you changing off of that, or are you going to go Clippers Heat and the and the Clippers beating the Heat in the finals? Well, you can't pick what, the Lakers. Come on. <laughs> well, no. Well, here's uh, no. And but my 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 question to you is, Montrez Harrell's not back yet, right? I think he can play tomorrow. I think he's done quarantine tomorrow. Okay. I mean, he hasn't played right the entire. It's going to take him. It's going to um, take him a few games. It's going to take him. Just, yeah. But by but by the Western Conference Finals, if he wasn't playing, then I'd switch my pick. Um, you know, not that he's mm-hmm. the. Not that I'm saying he can lock down Anthony Davis. No one can. But you know, him, him missing would be would have been huge. Um, I, I'm going to stick with my. I, I I have to stick with my my Clipper pick there. And uh, you know, say the Clippers get past the Lakers. Yep. And are you gonna are you gonna stick with your preseason pick and go Clippers over Heat? I am. Miami Heat's run comes to an end in the in the in the NBA Finals. Um, yeah, we, we said at the part at the start. Um, you know, we call. I mean, this is probably not true. What we said, we I think we both said that Kawhi Leonard is the is by far you know is without question 
and we said at the time the the you know the best player in the NBA. Um, you know, I that might not be entirely true, but he, he he's the best two way player in the NBA mm-hmm. by far. And then you add someone like Paul George next to him, and then just the supporting cast that the Clippers have around them. They're just I I think right now the the deepest team in the West. Um, and uh, I I just I I I just don't see anyone beating them in seven games in a neutral site. I just I I I, I don't see it happening. Yep, and I'm going to stick with the Clippers too. Boring, but um, you know I, I see I see Milwaukee. You know they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. If they make the NBA Finals this year, that's still a step in the right direction. Um, and losing to a team like the Clippers is is, is not a bad thing in any way. I just I think Kawhi Leonard is too good in the playoffs. Um, and I think between Paul George and Patrick Beverly and the Lou Williams, Montrose Harrell um, off the bench combination, like we'll see if, if Shamit's a hundred percent, but like they, they, just, they just have the depth that other teams don't Doc's been there before. Um, and overall, I just, I just see them as just having too much um, in the end. Uh, and, and man, that, that, that'll be something that Kawhi back to back years lifts the, this the trophy first with Toronto and then with the Clippers, that would be um, pretty special to, to see that happening. So we will see though, as you said, this could be the most unpredictable and you never know. Luka Doncic could just be unreal for seven games. And um, that could be the end of the Clippers. It's, it's certainly possible. It could, it could. Um, and then the Pacers could pull off a seven round, seven game yeah. uh, upset of the, not an upset, but in, in our in a lot of people's yeah. case, an upset of the Heat, and there could go yeah. my there could go my um, yeah. my thought is my pick in the East as well. Yeah, so. and, and Orlando could um, no 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 they can't. No 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 no. No, not even one game. Not even one I, game. Uh, I know they're the home team, quote unquote, right now, <laughs> but that's not happening. Oh yeah, well this will be fun. I'm really excited. Uh, you know, for for a minute there, wasn't sure if these playoffs were going to happen, but uh, it's fun talking talking like every year who's matching up with who. There'll be one surprise we didn't see coming. Maybe it's some, maybe it's a team like Utah, which we really didn't spend a lot of time talking about. I'm not super high in Denver either, by the way. And they had a no. really fun double overtime game. Um, and I think, uh, you know, with, with Donovan Mitchell on Utah, like he, he's, he could be the best player in, in, in several of those games, depending on what's happening with, with Jokic. I can't talk. Jokic. Um, so uh, I think for me, like Jamal Murray – I go back and forth on. He was very good in that jazz game, but he's also occasionally not very good. So that'll be interesting to watch, but uh, overall it should be a fun playoffs. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe the 16 best teams aren't, aren't in it, but 16 of the top 19, I think are, are probably in it. And it, it'll be fun to see some of these matchups. Yeah. To build a little bit on your not so high on Denver comment that you just made. I mean, there, there are three, three of the four series in the West are going to be just spectacular. I think in the first yeah. round, just, you know, you're just filled with intrigue. Um, but then once that's over and, you know, three of those teams are eliminated, I mean, just how, how you and I look and kind of predict how the bracket's going to look, um, you know, the, the, the Western Conference semifinals, I don't think is going to have the same excitement or intrigue that the first round's going to have. Because what you say, like, you, yeah. you know, right now Denver doesn't do much for you. Yeah, Oklahoma City's been a good – has been a, has been a great story. I think so, you know, so far this, and it is a very talented team. Um, but you know, I did, you know, for some reason, like it just doesn't have, it doesn't have the yeah. same get you that even a Portland Lakers does, you know, in the first, even a, Dal- even a Dallas, a Dallas even, Lakers. Right? Yeah. 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 So I, 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 you know, it's, uh, it, it, it'll be, it'll, it'll be, there are stretches of, of, of both sides of this bracket that are going to be, you know, it's exciting to watch where I think it's almost like the West is going to get worse in the second round. The East is going to get so much better, better in the second. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> so. It should be fun. It'll be a fun September for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we close, Red Sox, do you have any 60 seconds? Why? Why? I, I, I talked about Chris Maz's stirrups at the beginning. <laughs> that's about that's about all that I got. What, what's the score? I'm, I'm definitely not watching. Uh, four to that? one. Already losing? Four to one. Yep. Jesus. They are terrible. Yep. Um, so that'll be they'll be what six and fourteen? Six and sixteen. Six, six oh yeah, sorry. They're, 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 a couple losses. they're currently six and fifteen, and it'll be their uh seventh straight loss. Is this is this worse than the Bobby Valentine year, two thousand twelve? Um 
I don't think it feels worse. I think it's just be, you think about how the way 2011 ended and then the team on paper yeah. in 2012 was still much better than this team on paper here in this restart, the 60 game series here. So um, I don't think so because I don't think we had any expectations on this team where I think people might've had a, had somewhat of an expectation in 2012. Yeah. I can't, I, to be honest, I can't totally give you my frame of mind, but I mean, that was still a very, it was still a very talented team in 2012. I mean, it, it was a team that just collapsed its way out of the playoffs the year before. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, yeah, I mean, they had uh, Gonzalez, they had Ellsbury, they had Pedroia, yeah. they had Crawford, but presumably yeah. uh, Beckett. Yep. Lester. I mean, the, the, the pitching was so much better than this pitching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, I mean, it's uh, 2000, well, 2012 started the demise of Daniel Bard, um, you know, and, sure. and that whole story. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'd still put, I, I'd still put probably 2012 above this just because my expectations weren't high for this team. Um, yeah. I don't know what yours were. I don't know what yours were. Um, but, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're pretty low when they traded Mookie Betts. I'll, I'll put it that way when they traded the best player in baseball uh, for, you know, a bag of baseballs. Um, mm-hmm. and Verdugo, who you know is actually quite good, so yeah, uh, I'm happy Verdugo. Yeah, that, is, is that's actually well. that's actually that's actually been a bright spot, and yeah, um, I think he's some. I mean, it's not gonna. No one's gonna forget Mookie Betts. Alex Verdugo can't make up for Mookie Betts, but he's someone that I think the Fenway fans will will take to when people get back to Fenway Park. Um, yeah. You know that kid. That kid can't play. Um, I think you're seeing, you know, Ben Attendee's on the shelf. Ben Attendee's been a bit of a disappointment. He's been you terrible. Know, kind of ex- you kind of expected some of these guys. Bogart started slow, but he'll be fine. Um, you know, Devers, yeah, yeah, he's a little out of shape, but I'm not overly concerned about him. Ben Attendee, that one, that one's a little alarming, I think, right now. And yeah. maybe, maybe he was hurt. Maybe he was trying to play through something. Maybe uh, he wasn't great at the last season either. So it's been a, a quite quite a decent was, stretch of him not he, playing the way he did in 2018 when he was a key he part wasn't, of that championship. Right, and you hate to say like, oh, maybe try to sell. You know, you'd be selling low if he had a bad offseason. Everyone's saying you know move on from Jackie Bradley, but is the is the guy you move on from Ben Attendee and you try to get you know stronger at you know your other corner outfield? Yeah. I, I I don't know a lot of things I've had to figure out. I know you know Heim Bloom you know hasn't really had the chance to put his you know you know, thumbprint on this team yet. Um, and I think they've certainly given them the power to do that, but it's just, it's going to, it's going to take a while to rebuild it. Um, you know, they're obviously going to be sellers at the trade deadline, but you're not going to, in this shortened season, when you don't know if that postseason is going to happen, we're one more team having multiple positive yeah. tests away from that happening. No one's going to be buying. I mean, in a big no, one, no, one, no one's going to give you the farm for JD Martinez, no. No. you know, or any of these guys on their last year, they're, they're just not going to. I mean, you're going to get something in return. You're going to get something decent, but it's not going to be what you get at a normal trade deadline. Um, no. So I, I, it's, it's, I mean, and for that reason, it's going to, it's going to take a while. How fun is Mookie Betts been to watch this season? Um, <laughs> hitting 309, eight yep. homers, second in the league, right behind yep. uh, Trout, Tatis, and Judge, I think, are the ones who are ahead of him. Another mm-hmm. three homer game, that's a six, ties major league record. Uh, impeccable defense in right field. Yep. Leads the league and wins wins above replacement. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, Tatis is pretty damn good, but like Betts has a shot at the uh, NL MVP, I'd say. I mean, if Blackman hits 400, maybe he gets it. I don't know. It's still early. We're only, you know, I guess we're almost halfway through the season, so maybe it's not that early. Um, But But you can't can't be surprised. Like, I mean, (laughs) at, at, at all. You can't be surprised at whatever you've seen him do, so. Um, you know, it's, it's sad. It's disappointing, but it's over. There's nothing, you know, there's yep, certainly no, no. no going back. He's not going to come back through the door and sign as a free agent. That, that's, he will not. He will not. That, that's that, not happening. That ship, is, that ship is sailed, but good luck for him. I know you're always going to be a fan. Of Hell him. yeah. Go and, Mookie, uh, baby. Go Mookie. Because you named your dog after him. So Yep. That's, that name's not changing because, you know, we, we, we support winners here. Uh, and we'll keep keep the Mookie name because he's a winner. Uh, not, the dog's name is not Ben Intendi, so that's for sure. Or Verdugo, that's not bad. Uh, I mean, that'd be weird. <laughs> Dugo, no, you can't do that. Dugo, you know, you never know. Uh, no, that's not a that's not a good that's not a good she dog name. Right? No, not really. That's no, not a, uh, no. 
Well, you know what? I'll be rooting for I'll be rooting for the Dodgers this year. I'm happy with that. They haven't won in you know 30 years, so it'll be fun to see what they can do. And uh, maybe maybe beat the Yankees know. in the maybe beat the Yankees in the World Series that's going to take yeah. place in uh, December. Pick your dome, pick pick your domes in Arizona. You know, <laughs> in Hawaii, in Hawaii, uh, yeah. somewhere far away, somewhere far away. We will see. All right, well, it's been fun. Uh, playoff time. Can't wait. We'll try to catch back, hopefully, after the Celtics win a, a series or, or maybe even two. Uh, yeah. But uh, this should be fun. I, I think we both feel pretty good. It's going to be tough. I mean, Sixers, Raptors, Bucks, potentially, going through all three. It's yeah. Gonna tough. It's going to be tough. But or, Sixers, or, Sixers, Rap, or Sixers, Raptors, Heat. Um, I mean, also <laughs> tough, especially if the Heat beat the, the Bucks, and even more formidable. So um, we'll see what happens. You said, uh, you, said Celt- you said Celtics and six, and I think Celtics I – I think I think I agree with you there. Um, yeah. For the reasons we said, one game where Embiid's just too good, and it, that doesn't mean that the Sixers are going to win by a lot, but he'll be so good they'll win by yeah. five or six, just yeah. like game two of the season went. And then there'll be that game where the Celtics just can't hit anything. They just can't. They're yeah. settling for threes, and we're going to throw stuff at our television because we predicted one of these games. Like and we, we'll, we know we'll miss we, our television just like the right, Celtics. Right, right, <laughs> and we know, and we right, and we, we even though we knew one of these games was likely to happen and occur, we're still going to get angry about it. If it's so, game one, I'll be concerned. If it's game four, yes. and we're up two. Right. If it's game five and we're up three one, I'll feel okay. But yeah, uh, right. Yeah, not game one. Let's not let's nope. not do that in game one. Nope. Mm-mm. Oh man. All right. Let's go Celts. Uh, we'll catch up soon.